So for a while, you know, the nation, not just in New York, the nation just thought Halal was chicken over rice. And you know, for a few years, there was that that run of, hey, let's grab Halal. And that was known as chicken and rice. But over time, you know, I guess, you know, some people took that, you know, personally and said, hey, no, this is not what this Halal is about. We're going to show you that Halal can be anything. The Halal Food Podcast by Halal Run, the number one guide to halal eating options in the U.S., Canada, and the U.K. On our podcast, we feature inspiring and accomplished Muslims in the West from all backgrounds. We talk to them about their lives and about the halal restaurants where they love to eat. The largest population of Muslims in any city in the Western Hemisphere is in New York City. Today, we're joined by Raza Dastgir, who's one of the top bloggers in the New York City tri-state area. He's based in Long Island, and he runs The Halal Guide, which is a blog, Facebook group, and app. Beyond this, Raza is also very involved in the local community. He runs a charity called Muslims of Long Island and is involved in several others. The Halal Guide has over 70,000 followers on Instagram, over 20,000 in its Facebook group, and all of this was done in a short period of time since 2019 when he founded it. So today Raza is going to tell us how he did it. If you enjoy this episode, please hit that like button. Now let's jump over to the interview. And we're here live with Raza Dastgir. Uh, Raza? Thank you so much for joining us today on the Halal Food Podcast. Thank you for having me, Z. So, Raza, let's jump right into it. You are one of the leading uh, food halal food resources in the country uh, and in the New York City area. How did you get started um, in this space? The, um, I got started um, on our platform about four years ago when we first created uh, the Halal Guide. Um, but before that, it started as just, you know, going to new blog spots that were opening up in New York, um, and, uh, just posting about them, telling our friends and family about them. And, uh, we always, I always had a passion for food. And, uh, you know, when I moved here in the early nineties, there was only, you know, chicken and rice spots here. And when the CFCs coming or came around the Kennedy fried chickens, you know, that became a big thing. And we thought that was like, you know, heaven for us, you know, and, uh, you know, they were using restaurant depot patties, but we were loving it, you know, and then slowly, but slowly, you know, we started getting different type of all restaurants here and, uh, you know, being a foodie myself, always, you know, out and about trying new spots. Um, we always went, told our family and friends, one thing led to the next, uh, next time I would visit, Hey, thanks for letting, you know, so many people know we had a great turnout. And I'm like, oh, wait, how many people came? And then, you know, the numbers would be like, oh, wow, it's staggering. I guess, you know, having a large presence of a network, you know, being all involved in the community, it helps. So, you know, I decided with my uh, co-founder, you know, to form a page. And then it just took off from there back in 2019. That's amazing. Um, yeah, I've been in New York. I moved to New York in 2000 and I've been here since and. I remember those those dark times that you're talking about, where there there weren't a lot of options. Um, and so, why don't you why don't we talk a bit about that? How in the past couple of decades, right, have you seen the the New York halal scene change and evolve and improve? It's uh, evolved because it's first of all, I mean, social media is a big help now. But uh, before that, uh, like I said, there wasn't many uh, cuisines for different uh, halal restaurants. It was all the same, whether it was chicken or rice or fried chicken. And solely when, you know, I think what really broke the ice was 
the halal guys. Um, that halal got, uh, you know, taken twist for what the word halal meant. So for a while, you know, the nation, not just the New York, the nation just thought halal was chicken over rice. And you know, for a few years, there was that, that run of, hey, let's grab halal. And that was known as chicken and rice. But over time, you know, I guess, you know, some people took that, you know, personally and said, hey, no, this is not what this halal is about. We're going to show you that halal can be anything, you know, whether it's Thai food, Vietnamese food, you know, peri peri, et cetera, et cetera, Chinese. So slowly but slowly, you know, in New York being the mecca of food, you know, um, different restaurants started opening up one by one. You know, it started with, you know, after the chicken rice, it was fried chicken. And then, you know, there was burger joints that were, that were opening up. And slowly but slowly, we had different and different types of cuisines coming and involving in, uh, you know, in New York, which now is the capital of food, which has so many different types of restaurants that have opened up. And it, it's it's amazing how many are opening up day by day. Absolutely. And, you know, what's what's interesting is I think there still is that perception in the non-Muslim community that's that's there that we constantly have to kind of like educate them that no halal doesn't mean chicken over rice. Yes, agreed. Yeah, it's it's uh, you know it was it was double edged, right? It created awareness. People know there's a thing called halal and Muslims eat halal, um, but we we need to kind of uh, make sure people understand the right definition. Um, all right, so talking about all these amazing kind of developments in the New York scene, being a foodie yourself, being uh, you know, uh, steeped in this. What are some of your sort of top halal restaurants now that you recommend to people when they come to New York looking to check out halal food? We get this question all the time. There's so many great spots to name a few. Uh, we wouldn't be ju doing justice to all of them. But I mean, if you ask, I mean, some of my personal favorites um, that are off the top of my head, I would go with, you know, Top Thai, Theo Thai, Top Thai located in New York City, Theo Thai located right here in Long Island. Um, they, they have some really good food. Um, we have one of the only uh, fully halal uh, hibachi spots right here in Long Island as well, Zaza Japan. Um, they put on quite a show. You know, you go with your family and kids, you know, it's it's a great spot to go to. Um, we have a Pakistani restaurant called Shirazi Karai. Um, and they make some phenomenal, phenomenal variety. And, you know, you, you, it's like, you know, you're sitting right back at home and they put on a little bit of show bringing that out as well. Um, we have Holy Chick, formerly known as Birdies, um, probably one of the greatest, uh, hot chicken spots, you know, in the country. And I've been to dozens and dozens of them and we're fortunate to have three branches right here in the tri-state. Uh, we have Burger Mania, who's, who's right here in Times Square. Um, their smash burgers are phenomenal. Um, Jumpy and Chips, um, talk about a story from rags to riches. Open up a cart, you know, a law guide or platform posted about it. And he got bombarded from one, within one year, he not only won cart of the year, he was featured in the New York Times as well. Um, just by, you know, posting on our platform, that is a great concept. Now he has his own food truck. They have their first brick and mortar store as well. So that's always a, a great uh, spot to, to go to. Um, Perry Perry Guys, uh, located in Hicksville, um, they have uh, evolved as probably one of the premier Perry Perry spots 
in all of New York. I love going there. We have a bunch of uh, Mexican spots that opened up. One of my favorite small Mexican grill. Um, the beer at Tacos really it was a phase of last year. Um, so many burial spots opened up and, you know, two years ago, I mean, there were, there was none and now there's probably close to a dozen, you know, so that, that, that evolved, you know, within the last uh, year, one famous one is Duzan, um, you know, the Sharma in Steinway. That's always a popular one to go to, but those are some of, uh, my top favorites. Those are some awesome picks. Those are, those are some really good picks. And yeah, there's, there's been an explosion, you know, mashallah. So it's great for all of us who. Spent a lot of time looking hard for for good halal spots. So you know, with the explosion in uh, in halal eating options, Raza, we've seen uh, kind of an emergence of a lot of content creators, right? That are that are creating content about halal food. Um, you mentioned you started about four years ago. There are some who started before that. There's some who started more recently. But there's a lot of them, and we're you know we're big fans of this community. Because it's an important function, right? To to make people aware of of where they can eat. Uh, so, who are some of the other halal food bloggers or food bloggers in general, whether in New York or in other cities, whose whose stuff you check out and you like? There's plenty. I mean, there's a lot of people doing some great work across the country, across the world. Some that I religiously follow. There's a few uh, based out in London. I just feel like London is just one step ahead if not many steps ahead and their content just because the restaurants are so you know more evolved their content is just so much better than ours because they have a lot more to cover um some of the halal bloggers i would put as sisters with taste halal memoirs you know those those are both based out of london i'm locally in the states halal nyc right here local in new york one of the best in the game uh, putting out content and then DMB Eats as well, based out of the DMB area. She does some uh, amazing work as well. Very cool. Yeah, you're you're right about the London scene. We're we're uh, big fans of what goes on there. It's uh, like you said, they're probably you know they were a generation ahead immigration wise, right to the U.S. in terms of big waves of Muslim immigration, and just culinarily, there's there's a, a, a a wealth and a concentration of halal options, right? Because so much is in London, right? Uh, you've got Muslims in North America spread out, and you've got Muslims in England and the and Scotland and across the UK. But there's such a concentration in London, so you get so many options there. Um, great. Now, um, you know, Reza, I, I, I'm definitely. This is Ramadan when we're recording this, and I know that you're involved. Uh, in the community and with a number of charities, uh, which we're big fans of, uh, can you talk to us a little bit about some of the sort of the nonprofit work that that you do for the community? So we have uh, another, a mother company, Muslims of Long Island, which is a five one three registered uh, nonprofit, and then we also work hand in hand year long with uh, Muslims Giving Back. We have a hunger truck initiative that we've invested in with Muslims Giving Back. Um, we feed the needy every second Saturday of the month um, on the daily all year long. And then uh, we also have uh, uh initiative that we take part in every Ramadan that the last 10 nights of Ramadan, we feed several hundred people every night throughout the Ramadan, throughout those days through that truck. So those are a couple of the initiatives. And then, uh, you know, we have, you know, 
people, organizations reach out all year long. If we can assist with providing food at a discount or rate, which we do help them as well. Facilitate that for them. And and where can our viewers go to find out more about these organizations? Um, they can go on our page at thehalalguide.com, and there's charity work highlights over there, and they could uh, view the all the charity work we do, and uh, they could uh, definitely go to their uh, website as well. That's great. That's uh, that. It's awesome that you know people like you are, are you know supporting the community in multiple ways, right? Not just by being a, a guide and pointing us to the right places to eat, but but helping the others in need. Um, you know, and you know, we have a rich community of a lot of individuals doing a lot of uh, impressive things, like yourself. Um, who, Reza, are some of the other Muslims in the West uh, that you that you admire, that you think are doing great things, that you think are great models for for the community? I mean, being Ramadan and you know, listening to a lot of uh, more uh, you know religious stuff these days. Uh, Someone that I always watch, you know, throughout the year, not just now, is definitely Omar Solomon. Uh, he does some great work. Um, his talks are just so uh, personal. You, you feel like you're having a one-on-one -on -one discussion, like he's talking directly to you. You know, so there's uh, there's definitely a, not only a, a, there's an emotional attachment there too. You know, and I really admire the work that he's doing. Very cool. Any others? Go along that lines. I I'm also a big fan of Naman Ali Khan. Um, you know, very young, you know, he was a local right here on Long Island, uh, went to local mosque, was the president of the mosque that, you know, we have our yearly food festival. So he's a, he's a local, uh, hero here, you know, so where well, I followed him since day one and, you know, what he's evolved into now and being an inspiring leader for the youth and the younger generation, he does some amazing work as well. Yeah. It's interesting. You know, we like to ask all our guests this question. And uh, it's remarkable how many people have mentioned both of those uh, those religious figures, right? Omar Suleiman and Iman Ali Khan. They they really have resonated with uh, people of all ages, really, and throughout the the U.S. and internationally. It's it's really remarkable. Um, and they've been able to amass kind of really large followings. Um, so so you know along that. Uh, you know, on that subject, you know, you have over 70,000 followers on Instagram. Your Facebook group has over 20,000 uh, members. How have you grown such a large uh, and and kind of devoted online following in what is relatively a short span of time? I think what differentiate, what differentiates us from the other pages, other bloggers that are out there is we have a strong attachment to our community in which we do stuff that involves them, not just posting about content and having them go and try out the restaurants. We have community engagement by doing food festivals every year where we'll be doing our fifth food festival this year, July 1st. Well, last year we had 8,000 people attend. So people love to see that, hey, you know, they're putting something together for the community. We're the only platform that does Halal Restaurant Week. So we do that. We did that for our second time this year. And, you know, it was a two-week thing. We had over 140 restaurants participate this year. We have the one and only Sabur Fest in the whole tri-state happening August 15th, just two Saturdays away now. You know, we're expected crowd close to four to 5,000 people. So we do 
events like these that, uh, you know, involves the community. And I think that's why our following has, you know, grown substantially faster than many others. So it's a, it's doing community events and getting everybody involved, which uh, really helps us uh, grow a lot faster. So Zahur Fest, you said, is on April 15th, right? In a, coming up. Yeah. Yes. So what is involved uh, in putting on like a halal food fest? Because it seems like you've done a number of them. How difficult is that? The first couple of years, it was a lot of work. You know, we had to basically sell ourselves, literally sell ourselves. Hey, have faith in us, believe in us. And, you know, we're going to we're gonna make sure that it's worth your time coming out. And thankfully, the first year was a phenomenal, phenomenal response, which made all the other years that came along a lot easier. It's to the point now that, like, you know, after last year's food festival, we already have 80% of our bookings already done. They're like, sign up, sign us up for the next one. So a lot of work is involved. You know, there's, a, you know, the health department involved, there's insurances involved, there's, you know, getting all the vendors, uh, you know, uh, to come set up volunteers politicians coming police department notified etc so there's a lot of marketing which is a big thing you know so a lot of work is involved but thankfully you know with experience and over time we've uh, came up with a formula where it's almost automatic now on the list and where exactly is this year's taking place this server festival is happening at mdq uh in bayshore um it's 15 from 11 p.m. to about 5 a.m. And that's the Suhoor Fest. And what about the Halal Food Fest? Where, when was, where was the last one held? That was also held at MDQ. And uh, that was held uh, on July 16th of last year. This year, it's going to be July 1st. It's always the first Saturday after uh, uh, Eid al-Adha. Mm-hmm. So that is how you know we're, our date is announced. Okay, yeah. Inshallah, 15 years from now, it's going to be the in the middle of winter. So, uh, so, <laughs> so we'll, we'll try to figure that out. Um, well, you know, Raza, uh, you've been very generous with your with your time and your thoughts. Um, we, uh, you know, on behalf of those of us in the New York community, we really appreciate what you're doing. You know, like you said, in terms of information and content, but also your engagement with the community. Oh, yeah. The community is very supportive. You know, we just launched the Halal Guide app as well. It's the only delivery service app in the whole nation. Download it if you haven't already. You know, the Halal Guide on your iOS or, you know, on your uh, Apple and uh, Android. Um, and, you know, we have tons of engagement on there as well. And if you don't want to order, you can just go there as a Halal directory as well. So it's, uh, it's things like that, initiatives like that, that, you know, we're proud to put out and invest the time and resource and money into, but knowing that we're going to get a response for it. Yeah. And by delivery service, you mean like you actually like DoorDash or like Uber Eats run the network that actually delivers the food? Absolutely. Comes right to your door. Very cool. Um, all right. Well, Reza, thank you again for joining us. And uh, we would love to, inshallah, have you back again uh, in the future and, and talk more about your continued growth. Thank you so much for having me and uh, Ramadan Mubarak. Yeah. Salam alaikum. Wa alaikum salam. Thanks for joining us. Halal Run is the number one guide to halal eating options in the U.S., Canada, and the U.K. 
featuring over 17,000 restaurants in 2,500 cities. You can find us on our website, halalrun.com, or on all our socials where we are at Halal Run. If you enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe so we can bring you more like it. We are here to serve you.